This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in the day? Which, by the way, is quite laughable because me and Jenny were just talking about how we don't have a spare minute, let alone hour at the moment. But we need to make time for it. We need yeah. the, we need that space to do something right. I think, or just have a moment. I, I like to think I'd go for a run. I'd do some yoga. But I think I might just sit in a chair and stare blankly <laughs> at a wall. <laughs> That's the reality, isn't it? You get a bit of time and you think, all the things I could do, but no, I'll sit and watch mind-numbing television, which doesn't actually serve you in any way. And it would be time better spent um, talking to a therapist. I do therapy. I'm very open about it. And it's changed my entire life. When you're really busy, when you're trying to get your thoughts in order and organise your brain and and look after your mental health, as a busy mum, it's totally impossible. But when you have a conversation with uh, a trained expert therapist, therapist and they give you tools that you need it just makes it so much easier and you know what as a parent you feel looked after which is a rarity these days absolutely what you mean it's more beneficial than watching the kardashians or something jenny yeah i i'm yes that i am saying yep uh we know that therapy can be quite daunting so if you are thinking of it of starting therapy give better help a try because it's entirely online it's designed to be convenient which is what we need flexible and suited to your schedule you just fill out a brief questionnaire questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge with over 1000 therapists as well in the uk already better help can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health and our listeners you get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash two new mums that's better h-e-l-p.com slash two two w-o new mums i've been thinking about this episode jenny the whole time i was on holiday because i was thinking i just cannot wait to tell you what has happened so no one else makes these mistakes On your social media, a little bit of what was going down, I was just thinking, well, this is fantastic content for our podcast, because I can't wait to hear what your first holiday with a four-month-old is like. I think this is it. Anytime anything in my life goes a bit wayward, I always think it's a good... It used to be, this is good for the radio, now it's, this is good for the podcast. And um, (laughs) look, if you are about to go on holiday with your your tiny baby, um, don't worry, this isn't... This isn't to put you off. It's not that it was the holiday that was bad. It was the mistakes I made. Um, yeah. Which, uh, in fact, actually, the things I was really worried about were the things I didn't need to worry about at all. Always um, the case. Isn't it? Yeah. And it's um, there's a lot of lessons I learned from it. So don't think, oh, I'm not going to listen to this because I'm about to go on holiday. Listen to this and make sure you don't do the things <laughs> I did because it was tricky. Um, but look, it's, it's all it's all a le- learning curve. It's all a lesson, isn't it? Um, Gosh, e- we- every second of every day is a lesson right now, isn't it? That's what we do here on Two New Mums. Um, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, I had... Uh, how is your four-month sleep regression going? Do you know what? Since last episode, we, sort of, we were talking about it, I've really asked a lot of people, like all my antenatal mums, all going through it. Yeah, same. So are mine. And and you know when you're like, is it just me? If I just like, uh, but then like today I just thought, God, this is like a different baby. 
Yeah. Um, and I just thought, I've got no idea what I'm doing and I'm constantly trying to find answers again. But I yeah, think- how's Bear? He's um, tricky. He's tricky. It's a bit better than last week, I think, because he's coming up to five months now. So um, I'm in my head trying to be positive, like, gosh, we've got to be through the worst of it. But also when I was asking on my Instagram last week just for advice, because it was awful last week, so, so impossible to get him down and to keep him asleep. Um, The thing that was a saviour was just monitoring his waking windows and following that. And I don't think that works for everyone. I'm sure it can't. But for us, that seems to have really worked. I mean, it's still a harder baby, but um, that helps. Well, it's funny you say that because you told me that's been the best tip. So I've started doing it. So basically, if you don't know what that is, I can't remember if we mentioned it last episode. If you're at the four-month sleep regression stage, it means basically that instead of keeping an eye on how long they're asleep for, that doesn't matter, right? You keep an eye on how long they're awake for because that's when they get overtired. Yeah. So... I've been doing that. And, and as a, so a four-month-old, you, do, you can't go longer than sort of 90 minutes, two hours, right? Yes. So I've been doing that. The problem is, is she just, yeah, like she'll get to that point. I'm like, you need to go to sleep, but she doesn't naturally. So I'm trying to force it. Uh. And she's always overtired. And she is always overtired. And I can never get her down before it. Like today, and it's just become, I don't know if the more I've focused on it, the more of a battle it's become, or she's become trickier. But it used to be that I didn't keep an eye on anything and I just feed, she'd go to sleep, diddle up. Whereas now I just, I don't know, but she does get overtired. Yeah, that's what I thought last week. I was like, is this just now more of a nightmare because we're trying to keep a tab on it? Yeah. Whereas before when there's no rules, it doesn't feel like a nightmare because you're not missing any of the rules. But I don't know, like Bear tends to, he, he doesn't really ever hit the two hours. If we get him to two hours and we've missed a signal that he's tired then that can become quite hard. He generally goes at about one hour 39. That's normally what it is on my app, what I check. And um, so for the second he wakes up, say, right, he's awake. And then I'm constantly watching it. When it gets to like an hour and a half, I'm just looking for the signs. And it can be a little rub of the eye or a yawn or something like that. And I'm like, right, give him to me. And we call it mummy magic. And I hold him and rock him. And we put the white noise on. um, And, you know, sometimes... 10 seconds and he's gone sometimes it's a battle and he'll really cry and really scream but with that I'm just like I know he's gonna KO anytime now because that last final scream which is always yes. the worst it's like he's so tired now he's going and then you get that beautiful thing where their eyes like roll back and you're like yeah going. and the arms go oh, limp yeah oh, oh gosh and then he's gone and then I mean he's definitely with doing this every two hours he's sleeping not as long, you know, like we were saying last week, how yeah. he does long naps. He's only sleeping for about 45 minutes to an hour, uh, whereas before he'd do like four hours. Um, but it's also great, I think, mentally, because I was getting a bit lost and I had a lot of down days last week where I was saying to Christian, I just don't know what to do with him because he requires more now. So like, I'm like, let's try this, then let's try this, mm. then let's try this. And I, sometimes he would be awake for like five hours. But now I know he's only going to be awake for two hours max. When he wakes, I relax because I go, oh, I've only got to fill two hours. And actually yeah. that flies by if you, you throw a bottle in there um, in this heat, maybe like a cool bath, um, bit of story time or tummy time or something like that. Then by, by the time he's doing a yawn, you're like, shit, that's, that's flown by. Right now back mm. to sleep. And it's 
re- it's definitely helped him, but it's really helped me mentally just to like manage it in more manageable doses than like five hours of just relentless battling with him. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I have found, I mean, today was the first, I got her down in her cot upstairs, like her oh. snooze pod in the day. In the day? Um, yeah, I got a good 40 minutes out of her. That's brilliant. Um, and and I thought, well, that's a bit of progress. But yeah, I don't know whether I stop looking at, may, I might tomorrow just try not looking at the waking windows and whatever. But the thing is, I see the cues all the time and I know right. she needs to sleep, but it's getting her to sleep. Like, and I don't oh. know if it's I'm trying to force it or I don't know. And it used to be I'd just do a feed and she'd go to sleep. Like breastfeeding is becoming really t- tricky for me now. I've been touched wood very lucky from the start that it's not been, it wasn't very it was fine I was lucky with that but now she's so alert she's looking around like in this heat it's oh it's so hard because of the I'm sweaty she's sweaty and like you're trying to like feeding in public is really like that's not something I can really do much any I'd have to take myself off to a room because the way she wants to feed like I just have to get my boo properly out and yes I'm really you know whereas before I could just like slip a nip out put a muslin over her like she'll fight the muslin she's looking (laughs) around yeah it's she'll feed for like 30 seconds it's just really tough um I don't want to give up on it. I'm not going to. I'm going to carry on. But I have I have introduced um, a bottle at night. And I, I was just having no look expressing. So I'm giving her like formula at night, a bottle. And sometimes she takes it. And generally she takes the bottle now. She started grabbing the sides of yeah. the bottle. Oh, bless um, her. Yeah, so that's good news. But she... Um, I think it makes a bit of a di- sometimes it helps. I don't know if in this heat, like... Yeah, that's Oh, yeah, I either, think... But, we've the last like night i mean last night putting him down for his last one is hard yes and we we've blamed the heat and i'm hoping it's the heat because i'm hoping now it's a bit cooler like tonight might be easier we'll see Mm. won't we but i do think the heat affects him so much doesn't it like he's just in his nappy but he's covered in a heat rash so he's got to be really warm oh it's horrible it's just minging i hate this weather like i can't believe yesterday i was uh, said i can't i said to kenny i can't wait to wear a jumper again yeah, I, I mean, thought this, that. <laughs> this is the other thing, like, you know, like with your postnatal body, you're not quite ready. I don't want to be wearing oh. like tiny shorts and stuff. I just want to be in my comfies, gutted. But um, yeah, yeah I thought that. I was like, it's nice that we had our baby into the summer months, but is it? Because yeah. actually you're required to wear less because it's so hot and you're required to do more, but it's so hot and that's not ideal. No, it's a really, really tricky balance. Um, I actually felt well sort of be- a bit of solace in this yesterday in um first of all I was speaking to my uh, whatsapp group of the antenatal mums and they're pretty much all going through it yeah and second one of them sent an article which I sent to you Jenny and I- I'm sorry mm. if we're going over the same ground again but it's just it there was some things in there that I hadn't read before about this sleep regression which really helped me one thing is you know part of it and I know it's part of their development but it is a very positive thing for them it means they're developing properly and it means they're establishing their mature sleep apparently but yeah also one thing it said is which is a good tip which I didn't realize was um you should try and when they're sort of you know you put them down and then I don't know about you after like a 30 minutes they'll start screaming or whatever it's just not as long as normal when they used to sleep yeah Try not, don't go back to them every time they make a noise or whatever, because they need to start self-soothing apparently. So whether that's putting their hands in the mouth or whatever, that's what she does. And um, 
normally I don't like her screaming, so I will go and pick her up. But last night, I mean, it got to a point last night, she sort of did the first few hours of sleep. So she slept from like 10 till one and she woke up. And then it's like every two hours from then. And then from 4 a.m., it was every hour. <gasps> oh, God. Every hour. And it got to a point. So 4, 5, 6 a.m., yeah, she woke up. So 4 and oh. 5, she went, back to, she went back to sleep quite quickly. By 6, I put her in the bed with me. But that 1 a.m., I was so tired because we just got back from holiday anyway that day. Um, I was doing like all the normal things, like just breastfeeding her. I would normally send her straight back to sleep. I could put her down in a cot and I'd leave her and that'd be fine. But again, yeah. she just bang, wakes up. Um, I was trying to feed the bottle into her. It wasn't working. And at one point I put her down and I was so tired. I just thought, I'm just going to leave you for a minute. And just uh-huh. cry. And then all, uh, and I was just lying there and I was like, my God, what, I'm going to have to get Kenny up in a moment because I'm out of steam. And then all of a sudden there was just no noise. And I was like, no. And I looked over and she'd gone to sleep herself. Oh my And I was goodness. like, yes. And that felt really good. And it was Gosh. probably only a couple of hours, but I think that's what this whole thing is, is them figuring it out. Um, so that really helped me. But yeah, Gosh. and then I also read in that same article that in the early mornings, like from 4 a.m., that's when they, wake, they'll wake up a lot because for all sorts of reasons, I can't quite remember. It is in that article, but that article saved me a bit yesterday. I'll post it on our... Um, it's a it good Instagram. article because the yeah. positives are good too aren't they like um, mm. the fact that they're learning stuff and we've definitely noticed more with Bear like they're learning like their vowels and stuff at the moment aren't they and and he keeps oh, going I don't, I don't know if Eden's done this or maybe she will in a few weeks because Bear's a few weeks older but he's started um, he goes <sighs> like he's making a really little lion noise and you know like in Aww. yoga is it called lion breath where you go <sighs> Yeah, he's, he's like doing that. that. And my friend, she's like really, really um, clued up on like communication with kids, what she does for a living. Like she specializes in it. She's obsessed with it. She could talk about it for hours. So I sent her a video and on. I was like, I know, well, we should, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what is Bear doing here? Is he just learning to speak wrong or does he think he's a lion? What is it? And she was like, it sounds like he's moved on to like his H's, like he's trying to do a and actually I always go hiya and it's like he's I think he's trying to do that and I think that's got to be something I mean something's got to have come from this phase so that's got to be something and then also something that I really liked was that it said they by the time five to six months most babies will start to just they'll be able to take themselves back to sleep and that so was you like say take themselves up to bed. Oh, brilliant! See ya. Could you imagine? And that, I read that, and I was like, Oh gosh, I cannot yeah. even imagine when we yeah. don't have to like spend a good hour settling them to sleep. But isn't but isn't it weird? It's like I said this before. Like what you took for granted. My absolute worst thing that I used to hate was winding her because it would take ages, and I'd be tired, and I'd have to get out of bed. We don't have to wind her anymore. And really? that was only, um, no, that was only a matter of weeks ago. Just don't wind her anymore. She doesn't oh. need winding. Like, because her stomach's obviously, like, matured or whatever. Like, occasionally now and again, but not really. Um, oh. And just all those little things before that were so annoying, which have gone now. And I guess this is like that, hopefully. I just hope that when she comes out of this, she's just going to be... Well, it's like even now, she's just not this tiny baby anymore. I feel like she's a little person now. Because she's, yeah. like, communi- I feel like she's communicating with us because she laughs so much. Yeah. And she does, um, she like goes, she makes funny noises where she'll like go, <laughs> I think that was quite a good impression. <laughs> it's but she so just strange. makes these different <laughs> noises and occasionally we'll just get a, 
or something like that. Oh. And you're like, ooh, new oh. noise alert. Love those um, noises. They, they just, they make this all so worth it. But do, yes. God, in the times that it's happening, it's bloody hard. What's well, that hilarious. like you yep. saying, you know, you left her? Maybe that's like, because that's what's going to come. They're going to wake themselves up and they're going to be able to take themselves back off to sleep, maybe. Maybe mm. that's what it is. I mean, it's like the let it, let them cry it out thing, which is a bit mm. more extreme than what you did. I, I'm not into that. Like, I no. think if, if a baby's screaming and crying, it's like they're, they're communicating with you, they need you. But lots of people do that, don't they? They'll mm. let their kids scream for hours and they'll just ignore them. Um, in the hope that they self-soothe or whatever that is. But I just, I don't know. It's all such a minefield and it's not one size fits all. It's like, you no. know, I'm saying these waking windows and you're like, well, that doesn't really work for Eden. It's just so hard and you're constantly figuring out. You're just figuring it's, stuff out yeah. all day, every day. Why are you yeah. doing this? Why is this happening? What's what's now? How do I solve this? That's all we're doing. And you're physically exhausted. And then you've got that mental exhaustion of just, you, you're like on crystal maze. No, for me, it's like it's like the SAS. Like this is harder than <laughs> like no. you know you know in SAS who dares wins. They play audio of babies crying as like a stress test. So that sometimes I'm like, this is like I'm in the SAS. That's how oh I try and compare my it. Gosh. But yeah, I have days like at the moment where I'm like, what did I do yesterday to get her to sleep? When she mm. slept at that point, yeah. What do I do every day? Sometimes I'm like, what did I do with her yesterday? Like, what yeah. do I do when she's awake now? Do I pl- like it's so. I've sort of lost my way, I think, with this regression because I can't remember what to do. Whereas before it sort of all came a bit more naturally, like, oh, I just feed her and then she goes to sleep. Yeah. And she'd wake up happy. Now she'll wake up and she'll scream. And I'm like, what? That didn't happen before. It's all just such a, like, minefield. I'm just, yeah, minefield even. Bear Um, started like, um, he'll wake up from his shorter naps but I think because he went down when maybe his body clock with the with the waking windows was meant to, he, he's generally been waking up and he'll just stare into space for like 20 minutes and smile and wake himself up and it's quite nice. And so I thought, oh, we're at this phase now. This is lovely. Do you know what? Never trust anything because then <laughs> the other day... Christian went to the train station to pick one of our friends up and I was like still doing my makeup and drying my hair and Bear was fast off. And he started to stir and Christian's like, do you need me to settle in while you get ready? And I was like, no, no, no. He'll just wake up and stare at the ceiling. He'll do this really good. For some reason, he woke up with an almighty thud and was screaming and screaming. And I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, no, why are we doing this again? You were doing the nice thing for a few days. Why are we back here? Don't trust anything ever. These little things can't be trusted. No, and they'll trick you and they'll be like, oh, look, I'm going to do this really well today. And then tomorrow, never again. It's just (laughs) psych. (laughs) Such little manipulative psychos. Yeah, and we have to live with them and look after them the whole time. And it's it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. But um, yeah, well, look, I mean, I had to think this, this sleep regression was a learning curve. Going on holiday during this sleep regression was... Honestly, um, if your ba- this is the only thing I will say. If your baby is in this sleep regression stage and you're about to go on holiday, maybe see if you can delay it. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. Is, we knew that's... we knew this was going to be hard when we looked at the calendar. Yeah, I remember saw... that episode, and you were like, "Oh, this that really bad phase is coming up when you're going on two holidays." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll be that person who's fine." On yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Oh. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, okay, so look, here's where I'm going to be- begin, and this is the good. This is the good news. Before I went on holiday, the things I was most anxious about were all around the airport and the flight. Yeah. Do you know what? This is a bit like giving birth. You worry about the wrong things. Oh my God, that's so that's so true. So the drive to the airport, was it like an hour? Gatwick, fine. She slept. And I was worried because I was like, we're getting up a bit earlier than normal. Is she going to notice? But as, I was like, as long as I get up early, give her a feed and it's daylight, you know, she was just grinning away. Fine. Slept Aww. in the car. Um, got to the airport. Like, we packed everything. I like, thought we had it. Yeah, it was all good. Um, the airport was fine. She, like, she, um, like, even checking in, I spelt Kenny's name wrong on the passport with EasyJet. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to pay a fee. We're going to have to queue. Like, it wasn't even a hassle. Like, we got there and they were like, oh no, it's okay. It's just a typo. We'll amend that. So, oh my God, oh that my seems God. too easy. Yeah. Like, checked in all right. Everything was going like so well. It almost weirded me out. No big queues. You know, you've seen in the news, nothing like that. We sat down. I had a glass of Prosecco <laughs> with my breakfast. And um, I thought oh, this is did. really good. She was making friends with the staff. Like, it was just really nice. And do you know what's great at the airport? Um, you forget. You know, you just feel like you're the first person traveling with a baby. I know, it's, yeah. you know, you, you know you're not, but you feel like you are. It's your first time. But I mean, we chatted to so many people. There was a couple sat next to us with a one-year-old and they were talking about when their baby was little. And it was just lovely. And like the baby changing facilities were brilliant at Gatwick. Like all those things. Um, the, the the only sort of tricky thing was, you know, everyone said, time it when you take off because of the ears popping, do a feed, whether that's bottle or boob. For me, obviously, I'm still breastfeeding, so it's boob. And so I was like, okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll do that. And I managed to time it just about right. But then, <laughs> you know, like the captain starts the engines and you're like, oh, we're about to go. So I started yeah. then. And then they st- stop them again. And then you're waiting on the tarmac 20, minute, 20 minutes. So suddenly the feed was done. And I was she, once she's done, she's done. So oh, I was like, no. shit. Anyway, took off. She didn't care. She was absolutely oh fine. About 20 minutes later, there was some screaming, but that's because she was just overtired. And that did stress me out. Um, but Kenny took her and walked up and down with her. And before you know it, she went to sleep and then she slept for the majority of that flight. And it was that was fine. And that is the good news. that Those things I was worried about were fine. Yeah. What, what was such a shame is I did have like a massive low level of stress the entire time, worrying about what was to come. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the, I think the good thing is now, like on the way home, for example, I didn't worry as much and she was definitely more chilled out because I was. She slept the entire way home on the flight Oh home. my gosh, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and even in passport controls, a bit of a queue and all this, like we just, it was fine. Like, so, you know, you've got all the amenities and pe- do you know what? People were lovely. They were so understanding. Um, No one gave you, look, like she did cry. Oh, I, I met this other couple as well when we were getting on the flight. And they had a little baby, so you get chatting. 
their baby was the same age, four months old, and it was their first flight as well. So we were all really nervous. And so we were like looking out for each other. And then at the end, we were like, how did you get on? And it was just lovely. I wouldn't have been looking at, I would have been like hoping their baby cries. So it's not my baby that's crying. That's what I'd have been doing deep down. See, Yeah. On the way out, Eden did cry a bit. It was probably only like 10, 15 minutes, which does feel like a long time. Um, And they were like, oh no, yeah, she didn't cry at all. I was like, all right. Um, Yeah, you are a bit like, oh, Okay, so that was my baby at the back, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> you might have but, heard mine. <laughs> ordinarily, yeah. Ordinarily, like next time I go flying, I don't think I'll be as worried. Yeah. Um, so that was quite good. Good. Now, <laughs> the problem is um, when we a few issues when we got to Mallorca. I mean, for a start, same problem as here. I knew it was going to be hot, but it was heat wave as well. Oh, so. God. You have got that to contend with. And what it means is, is you just can't... So normally when I'd get her to sleep, maybe take her for a walk or whatever, you just suddenly can't do that as easily because you're Uh worried about them overheating. So there's the first problem. Okay, second slight problem. Now, because we were going to a wedding, um, I booked a hotel, which is normally the kind of hotel I would book. It was a very... It was like a rural, rustic, very rustic, (laughs) former convent in the middle of this beautiful Mallorcan village. Bloody hell. But it was like family run and there was not, there was nothing nearby, nothing in walking distance, no shops, nothing. They barely <laughs> spoke English. Now, the room was air conditioned and everything, but there was something about that room. She hated it. And I wasn't a big, it wasn't the best room. And it was just a bit like, oh, you know, when you suddenly get there and you're like, I do f- I feel like we're a bit in the middle of nowhere and that's a bit unnerving, unnerving with a baby. Yeah. And we hadn't eaten for ages because we'd had the flight. So we were like, we'll get some food. And like, they didn't do food in the day. Oh my, it, They Amy. only did food at night. So some, you know when you're like, oh, we'll just get into the room and everything with a baby is something, you know, needs to be easy. We'll get room service. Nothing like that. So I was like, okay. And that makes you feel a little bit stressed. Yeah. And that night, we, we then we took her for a swim we had a little drink and it was lovely. And we yeah. managed we managed to get a bit of bread, have some food, and then we were having dinner later. We were like, it's okay. And she had the most, later on, I can't remember if it was before or after dinner, the most monumental meltdown. Like, she's been tricky at the moment, but it was like, you know when it's scary and there's yeah. nothing you can do, she wouldn't take the boob. And it was at that point, I was like, do you know what? I should have bought a bottle and that formula cause, because... I think maybe she's hungry and maybe I'm not producing enough in this heat. But yeah. I didn't bring it. Of course I didn't bring it. Well, there's a tip just quickly with the formula if you're traveling. My friend told me they do cubes of it now. You put them in hot water and they dissolve rather than taking the big things of formula. So like FYI for the future. Well, also, well, the formula we use, because I don't use it often, I've just been buying the ready-made stuff in a bottle. Right, so okay, yeah. Pour it straight into the bottle. Yep. So... I could have just taken a few of those and I think it would have calmed her or it would have gone anyway and, and nothing was working and we were just like, this is horrific. This is really bad. Couldn't get her down. Basically had a terrible night's sleep. She was up almost every hour. So the next day I was, after the flight and everything, I was exhausted and we were going yeah. to a wedding the next day. Oh no, this is wedding day. Oh <sighs> wedding no, day. I'd have cancelled, Amy. But you know when you wake up and I just thought the thought of even getting dressed yeah. in, the, in this heat and going to, I was like, and also I've got to talk to people and I want to be on good form, but I was like, I'm worried about her. I'm oh, I'm exhausted. I'm drained. Um, You're warm. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Anyway, I was like, it'll be okay, it'll be okay. 
And the morning was fine. And um, yeah, we got through it all right. And then I kid you not, an hour before the wedding she was like apoplectic like absolutely hysterical she was and we were like she's picked something up off the plane and we were just going we're not going to be able to make this wedding this is crazy yeah um we were like there's something wrong with her and we were like we need cowpole did i pack cowpole jenny no oh my god why would i pack cowpole nothing's gonna go wrong on my holiday you know when you said we've i've got tips i was like these are gonna be niche no your tip is pack cowpole which i don't know if you've got to tell every parent to pack cowpole why pack didn't you pack cowpole? Because I didn't think... Do you know why? Because I was packing light because of bloody easy jet. Because like, <laughs> you, have, you have to pay so much for your bag. Oh, my God. Liquids and all that. I just didn't... Oh, God, yeah. I just didn't think. So I was like, right. It was really bad. And she was crying for like... Must have been well over an hour. Like it was... Nothing would settle her. Boob, nothing. And we were like, do you think she's dehydrated? And we were like, she's definitely picked something up off the plane. Oh. We were like, okay, what we're going to have to do is... She, she didn't seem to have a temperature, but Kenny was like, if you bought the thom- thermometer, I was like, no. <laughs> Why would I bring a thermometer? Nothing's going to go wrong on my holiday. <laughs> At this point, the stress is like... I was crying. I bet. My body was in a state of, like, shutdown. Oh. But I was like, right, let's... We're getting ready for the wedding. Let's carry on getting ready. We'll probably miss the service, but let's fight. Let's get a... Because ta- we couldn't walk anywhere. So I'll go to a pharmacy. So I was like, let's book a taxi. We'll get the taxi to stop at a supermarket or a pharmacy oh. and we'll get some... We'll pick up formula and a bottle and cowpole. Yeah. So the taxi comes and actually when I'd put her in the baby carrier and walked outside, she went off to sleep. So this is the thing. As soon as we left the room, I was like, okay. So again, she was overtired, overstimulated, but we were Weird. still convinced something was wrong. So we were like, she's going to be a nightmare later. Let's get the... Still get the stuff. So we drove, we drove to an Aldi, brilliant, in wedding outfits. Drove to this Aldi, <laughs> walked in there. I was like, oh, brilliant. Didn't have anything. Didn't, didn't oh, have formula. No. Well, it had like those, it had like the big packs of formula that, you know, that you you'd normally use, I guess, if you use it regularly. Um, that's no good, the powder. No bottles, no cowpole, nothing like that. We're like, okay. So we said to the taxi driver, can you take us to a pharmacy? Went to a pharmacy. It was closed because it was siesta time. Oh we were my like, God. Okay. Which also you... tells me you're doing this at the hottest point of the day. Oh, yes. Like oh. 3.30. Oh, it's God. Like 3.34 p.m., which is, it is the hottest No, time. gosh. So like, okay, try another pharmacy. We're like Google mapping pharmacies. We get to another pharmacy. Eventually one's open. It's like, oh, thank God. Go in there. None of them speak English. We walked in and they were like, you need to, they were like pointing and shouting at us because we weren't wearing masks. Oh, my God. And we were God. like, we don't have masks. They wouldn't let us in. Oh my god! Um, and then they they said you can buy a mask. I was like, fine, I'll buy a mask. And we were like, yeah. look, we've got an, we've got a problem. Baby's poorly. We need cowpole. They they just looked at us black. They didn't know what cowpole was. I thought it was international cowpole. It's not. <laughs> so I googled a picture, and we were like paracetamol, and they were like, oh, okay. So there's this like foreign version. Like the instructions are all in Spanish. You know, normally instructions have different languages. Nope, just in Spanish. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god. Um, she kind of articulated how much to to um, give the baby. I googled it, and we didn't give her cowpole till later anyway, just because she seemed okay. She was still asleep at this point anyway. We got to the wedding, and we were late, but luckily the wedding hadn't started, so we got to the wedding. Everyone must have thought it was absolutely fine because she was asleep and was absolutely fine during the ceremony. Um, the wedding was absolutely beautiful. Like, oh it, yeah, 
But the only thing was, obviously, it's amazing weather. And if we didn't have a baby, we would have been fine. But it yeah. was mostly outside. So I was like, shit. I didn't even think of that. It's all these things with a baby you just don't think about. Um, so the wedding was amazing. But because of the heat, she needed feeding twice as much as normal. Probably oh, more. Of course so I was she just, did. I was just permanently going inside to feed her. Sitting oh. in the aircon, which, you know, part of me didn't mind because I was, I was quite hot. But at the same time, <laughs> I felt like I barely saw, like, the wedding party. Or, yeah. And I just thought, oh, man, I, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I felt bad about that, that I wasn't making an effort chatting to people long enough or whatever. Um, luckily, no. I was like, Kenny, you just go and mingle and do, do the stuff. But, yeah, like, it, you know, it was one of my best mates' families and it was just like, oh, it was gutting. But, yeah, she was good all wedding. And Amazing. that was quite weird, really. Um, anyway, eventually we went home at half nine, which was weird. And it was such a gorgeous wedding. I was gutted. But you know when you're like, I've got to get her home because yeah. I know there could be a meltdown. And we got home and she was pretty screamy again. And again, it was oh. another few hours to settle her. And this the whole time... The whole Normally time, after like, a hard day, you'd go home, have a glass of wine, put your feet up. But it continues at home. It's like it never yeah. ends. Yeah, and also, like, it's not like we're in the hotel and we can go, Kenny, go and order me a glass of wine, bring it to the room, or order oh, some room, no. get some snacks, because we're in this bloody rural, rustic farmhouse with chickens running around. In a convent. In a former fucking convent. That's why um, she didn't like it. She didn't. She hated the room. Like, the cot, like, she slept in different cots, travel cots. She's never been fussy. She would not sleep in that cot. So wow. that's the other thing. She had to come in the bed next to me. I don't sleep like that. I'll let yeah. her in maybe 6, 7 a.m. in the morning and maybe a couple of hours, but I don't sleep properly. Like, I'm paranoid. And yeah. so, like, Kenny was squashed up half of the bed. I was in the dip in the middle. Oh, it was just, it oh was just gosh. so tricky. And then, um, and then, and then to be fair, the next day, I feel like that's when I was like, right, we've got a day off now. We can relax. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. And we went for a lovely, we had our breakfast, went for a swim. And, and that was the lovely bit. Like mm -hmm. we took her for a swim and that was, I like, I cried. It was so nice, you know, yes. and walking around with her was just gorgeous. Like actually being on holiday wasn't the problem. Yeah. It, like I say, it was, it was the location. It was me being a plonker <laughs> and it was, um, you know, going forward, we would like book somewhere that's got all the facilities you might need just in case nearby. Yeah. Book somewhere with room service. Invest in a good room. Invest in, really invest in your room because you're going to spend a lot of time in it. Like that's yeah. the reality. We took it in turns to look after and go for swims and then we all went together. Uh -huh. But like we gave each other time, like Kenny had her for like an hour or whatever and I went for a swim in a sunbait. So that's nice, you know. And But um, I, it's just everything I did made it too difficult. And also it was too short a trip. Like to fly in, they need to acclimatize not she was so overstimulated after the flight so overstimulated from the wedding bet, she's going yeah. through this sleep regression it was just like the perfect storm and yeah there was a lot of things i did wrong but that last day we had a lovely day um we befriended this taxi driver because we didn't <laughs> he was like local and we were like can you come back he, he's the one who drives around the pharmacies he, he then took us um we went right we want to go for lunch at this restaurant that's a few minutes away and it turned out to be the perfect restaurant. She slept the whole time. Great. And we were like, on the way back when you pick us up, can we go via a supermarket and we'll get snacks for the room for later? Yeah. And then we went back to the room and then like it's about 7 p.m. And obviously the room was air con, so that was nice. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just relaxed and then we watched, 
like a film in bed and she sort of slept on and again she was tricky to put down but at least we were in like we had food mm-hmm. um and then that was it and then on the way home yeah like the flight and everything was great because I was definitely more relaxed because I was like we're going home like and yeah I know she'll be better at home and um she slept the entire flight wow. it was great but it was and- just yeah if that like lovely day you're describing had been like so that's the third day, but if you were there a week, it would have just been so different, wouldn't it? It's because you've I've, just got that one opportunity. Hundred percent, and I just squeezed too much. Like three or four days, you know, you yeah. do that as an as an adult. That's quite tiring. Yeah, you know, to squeeze all that in, you need a few days either side. And she needed to apply. Like in hindsight, I would have gone for a week. I would have stayed in a more family-friendly resort. And look, you don't have to go to those places that've got kids clubs already. If you you know, because I'm a bit of a hotel snob, like clearly yeah. my daughter is um and <laughs> she really you know is. she really hated that place and if you don't want to go yeah you don't have to do all that yet but there's lovely hotels where you know you just having someone on reception in case you need a doctor or mm-hmm. you know somewhere where like I was like the perfect hotel will be on a beachfront so you've got a great view a lovely room um some restaurants walking distance some shops walking distance that's all you need and then I would have felt better yeah, like um, I'm, I'm a snob in the way of like I would always want a private like villa with my own pool because I'm not that sociable and I'm quite private. So I think, and that would be controlled in your environment. But you need a shop next door. You, you need do. like you say a pharmacy like within walking distance. Yeah. That's what we've never had to research that, Amy. We've never had to. No, and no. so all of a sudden, all these things. It's like you've always got to be ten steps ahead and. We're just totally. figuring this out. Take Calpol. Take Take Calpol. I mean, that's quite obvious. Cowpol. I'm not going to defend you there. Yeah, no. Take <laughs> the bloody Calpol. Um, what else did I not take? You know, and take even the bottle. Like, to be fair, she'd only just started using the bottle. But yeah. do you know what makes me really sad and, and a bit gutted is when we got home, last, which was last night, um, we went up to bed. And normally when I give her this bottle and, like, formula it's been on and off and honestly she has about three or four sips well the other night she did have like half a bottle which was a lot for her Mm. so last night I put out half a bottle and she downed it in seconds and I just thought oh my god I think she's just been dehydrated and hungry all weekend I really did and like because I probably wasn't drinking enough because she's just reliant on my breast milk and I do think look it's obviously the sleep regression as well but it made me a bit sad last night I was like no no, 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 because we're going to do that and we're going to think, oh gosh, they must have wanted this and they couldn't tell us. You did your best. You figured out yeah. as much as you could. She can't tell you. So don't dwell on that. Just think you successfully got through that and she's mm. fine. And yeah. it, it, it was a, a little bit of hell. But um, like you say, the good times are still there. That's that's what this is. That's why this is crazy. Because it's the highs and the lows again. Yeah, yeah it's that's It's like the it. absolute highest of highs. Like I say, the highest of highs when... You know, because this time last year, without being too gross, but um, I think we possibly can see, I think we made her in Mallorca this Aww. time last year. And so to go back and then like we were in the swimming pool, just the three of us. And I just was like, yeah, it's just welling up because I was like, this is amazing. It makes me well up thinking about it now. It was so sweet. Um, but those lows, well, then it's scary as well because you're like, yeah. fuck, like, what is she okay? What have I done? Oh. But yeah. Book book a lengthy trip. Just make it as easy for you as possible, and also temperature. I like I wouldn't go away. No. Midsummer again. No. no like no. your April, your May, your September, October, perfect. Like the t- early twenties. That's what you want. 
Oh, gosh, she can't yeah. do anything. Because if I could have gone for a walk with her, would have settled them all probably, yeah. but it was too hot. It's it's just it's everything is so much harder in the heat. I really, I like a friend of mine. She's just gone away, and her child is two and a half now. And she was really honest, and she was like, you know, this is when holidays have now become really fun because they're the kids are a bit more independent. But yeah. she's still sunburnt so bad because it's hot. She's been away, and she's obviously running around after him, making sure he's covered in sun cream. Yeah. So she's forgotten about herself. So it's stuff yeah. like that as well. It's really, really hard. Everything is hard in the sunshine. And the weird thing is, though, is even if I did it again, I wouldn't. The only thing I'd do differently is change the hotel because the reality is there was a heat wave here, so we were better off being there because at least we had aircon. Aircon. So yeah, I was going like... to say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean in investing in your room because you will. You will spend more more time in it, but I, I'm you're not bothered about that if you've got a nice hotel room, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, it makes sense now when my friends with kids have said like, "Oh, where we go is great for having kids because like they do this for you and they do that for you," and that yeah. I guess you've probably got to go away when that's not there to realise how important that is. Next time you so, go away, Amy, it's going to be easy compared to what you've been through. Well, be that, a doddle. That's what I think. Although we have got a trip booked for next month, which I think I'm cancelling. So, oh. Um, it's too soon. It's in like three weeks and I just mentally I don't think I'm prepared. So, but you know, g- give me a few years and we'll go again.